Uh, hello, welcome to episode 32 of Red River Podcast. We're on location in, in lovely Wanta, you know, spacious Wanta. Yes. Uh, me and Langan are in the house today, and uh, we have a guest, and his name is Damien Maffei, right? Am I saying it right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah fantastic. So um, he was in a movie that we recently watched called The Strangers that came out this year. It was a sequel to The, the Strangers, mm-hmm. and this one is called Strangers Pray at Night. Um, so how did this come about? Let me see. I have a friend, and his name is Ron Joseph. Well, Ron Smith. Okay. And he starts tagging Damien all over the horror nerd discussion. And I never saw your name before. So I was like, why you keep tagging this dude and, and like the stranger stuff that we're posting? So he's like, oh, he's in the movie. And I also was like, why do you keep tagging stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably retribution this? for like punking him in high school. Yeah. So. Shout cool. out to cool. Day of the Dead. But um, so he tells me that he's in the movie the strangers so i was like oh like this like the real like the sequel that's coming out that fucking is getting promoed like all over the horror nerds yeah. and and he's like yeah i was like ron i was like i have a podcast and we love horror movies <laughs> yeah. like i don't understand like you know not to be that guy but i'm like i want to talk to your fucking friend like <laughs> he's in a fucking movie yeah. that's not even out yet that looks awesome so, uh, luckily, he put us in contact, and uh, I think Damien's been on Horror Nerds ever since. Yeah, I'm, I'm on there with polls, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to... What was the last poll? Uh, that was uh, that was yesterday. Um, that was... Uh, because I, I, I keep seeing the, the old discussion of um, who would win Michael Myers versus Jason... And that doesn't really interest me. So my <laughs> poll was who would win Michael Myers versus Roy, who walked around as Jason in Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning. And it has not been popular. No? Not the most popular poll. No, it doesn't look like it. I voted for Roy. Did you? Yeah, what that's the hell? Well, I mean, that's, that's the right choice. <laughs> I was at ministry and I, I was like watching the the, the fucking poll and I well, watching the numbers come in. Yeah, <laughs> I was like sitting there Two, and I was just three. like, "What the fuck poll is this?" It was so goddamn long and shit. I'm like trying to read, you know how I hate reading. Yes. And uh, I was just like, "Ah, oh, that's a pretty funny poll." And and, and your, our mutual friend Frank Sabatella, when he was on the episode, we talked about. Friday the 13th 5 and how he said that it should have been a different stroke spin-off. Yes. <laughs> how it should have been like Dudley yeah. Yeah. that got sent away. That was me Gordon Jump. He, well, yeah, that with it yeah. Roy should have been Gordon Jump <laughs> from like the bike shop. <laughs> That'd been a great been. a great wrap around. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been fucking awesome? I would have loved it. You know, yeah. so Is that the 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 pedophile guy? Yeah. yeah. Fritz the the cat guy. Yeah, like it, I mean, it, that's it, a legendary special episode. Yeah. It might be the legendary special episode. It's the one everyone remembers. Yeah, like when you think of that, bizarre you, that yeah. they threw it on there. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I always remember them drinking alcohol, and then they started chewing gum to get rid of yeah. like the right. smell or something. Yeah. So anytime I was a little kid, and I would take the bubble tape and put all six feet in my mouth. <laughs> Like that's all I would think about. Like I would just You'd I feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, I feel like I just sucked Gordon Jump's dick. 
<laughs> so, allegedly, you know. Yeah, right. But, um, all right, so you were in a Sabatella short, too, right? I have been in uh, two Sabatella shorts. Okay, which, which and one? And fake in three. One. I, I've, been, I've been credited okay. for one that I was not actually in. Sorry to blow that up. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was in uh, Night of the Pumpkin. That was the first one I was in. Okay, that one's awesome. That one's pretty good. Uh, no, it's awesome. Um. <laughs> did he tell you the story about that because like we we were well i was watching tales from tales of holly uh tales of halloween which is an anthology sure and it's my friend dave uh does uh the sweet tooth um entry okay shout out to dave well there was a kind of like a similar story and i think frank had something oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, I I don't know how much Dave had to do with it. So, I'll just leave it at that. It well, was, that's not Dave's entry. Though. Okay. Well, yeah. Then you know, Dave had nothing to do with that one that ripped <laughs> off Sabatella. <laughs> it was kind of interesting because when I saw that short, it was after the fact, like it was before, we, like when we had him on, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "This is kind of like the same thing," you know. And he said that he had his first. So, yeah. but. And it was, it was, I love anthologies. Like, if there's four or five, like, maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, as long as you get two or three good ones out of it. Sure. You know, and like, I always, like, I like the VHS ones. They kind of like popped up again. You liked all of them? I liked, yeah, well, the last one. It's been three, right? Yeah, the last one was a little weird. Did you see those? Yes. I'm going to say no. (laughs) I'm going to be honest and say no. I, well, I mean, I know the first one very well. A very good friend of mine, Hannah, is in the first one. She's uh, oh. she grows wings and tears some yes. people apart in the That's hotel room. She Hannah's, she Hannah's was great. awesome in that. She yeah. was fucking really good in that. Yeah, that's what made me want to watch the rest. Is because she was like very, like she was creepy and not yeah. like what's creepy in a movie anymore when you're like fucking old like us. You know, like you you see everything. <gasps> Yeah, exactly. you know, like it's she's, so. She's superb. She's a superb actor. Was she in the spinoff movie? Yeah, Siren. She's, okay, so she's, then... she's the one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What was the first thing that you did, like acting wise? Yeah. Like that, someone could see. Yeah. I was in was Nikos the Impaler. Okay. I think uh, I was in acting school, and I was hanging out in the AOL horror chat. <clears throat> which is my place to hang out. This is before <laughs> Horror Nerd Discussion Group. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I, like, we had mutual friends there. Uh, oh, uh, uh, My friend Marcus Cook, who's an effects artist, he was coming to New York. He was doing the effects on this movie called Nikos the Impaler, which was going to be this German splatter director's first movie in America. It's like wow, that's that sounds like really amazing. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm I want to do the acting thing, so I want to get in there. So uh, he got me in a part. I got my part in there. I don't think I had to audition, so maybe that should have been my first warning right. as to what I was getting into. Well, I so, mean, German uh, splatter wasn't the first warning. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but it, at that point, like, I've never... But, like, uh, Felissa Rose was in there. Like, oh, I knew okay. her from... Really? From, from that's legit. See, that's... that's ex- is it? awesome. <laughs> that's exciting to you. So <laughs> now you're excited. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman cameo? Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. All right. Felissa so, Rose? Was I in a movie or Hold not? Hold up. Okay. Debbie Rashawn? Okay. I'm, re- I'm reading your face. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But These yeah. are names. 
Lloyd and 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 Felicia, yeah, like yeah. definitely. So she was the, she's the star of it. She's okay. she's the 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 star of it. She and still had while, dick. While uh, she had no dick then. It's kind of hot. It doesn't play a part in the movie. No. <laughs> um, she is actually very attractive. So. Yes. Uh, uh, and we, you know we didn't know it then, but uh, Ted Gagan wrote the screenplay for it, and he would of course go on to. Uh, write and produce Night of the Pumpkin. Okay. And uh, We Are Still Here. The movie. Yeah, yeah, of course. Nice. Good movie. Directed that. Right, yeah. because I think, what is the connection to Sweatshop? Did he, he write that too? He wrote that and produced That was an interesting mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, that definitely. was a splatter fucking film too. But Fuck So it. there's no signs of anything in Nikos the Impaler. Yeah. <laughs> so he wrote this New York movie <clears throat> while he was still in Montana, had never visited uh, New York. Okay. Ah, so he was so, thinking New York is like a Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Rumble exactly. in the Bronx with Jackie Chan. They sh- <laughs> Prostitutes and you know Death toxic waste. <laughs> toxic waste in the ba- in the subways. That's exactly right. <laughs> at midnight. His his version of New York is is all uh, was all siphoned from the <laughs> Maniac with Joe Spinell. Well, that's a good New York actually. So grimy. So that was my first one. Um, Would you play in that? Played a cop. Okay. How was Brunette like, cop. I think br- we had names, but I was credited on the IMDb as brunette cop. cop where did uh, where did they shoot? Just in in New York City or the outskirts or uh, mostly on Long Island. Yeah. Uh, so my stuff was shot in Belmore. Shout out to Belmore down yes. the block, basically. Shout right out here. to Belmore. <laughs> you don't hear that? Then I'm- That's the first time anyone said that on the yeah. show. <laughs> or anywhere Any else. <laughs> so, um, what was the actual like? Uh, I mean, was it fun? Because like you figure, like it's your first acting role. Like to me, I'm not like if I was an actor, I'd be thinking like that's like no matter what, I don't think it's a bad experience because it's like your first thing. No, because uh, I was like, this is awful. Even <laughs> then, I had not done movies before, but I'm not like I'm not an imbecile. I can. I have some kind of half self-realization about things going on around me and stuff, and I'm like, "This is, like, this is gonna ruin me. Like, I'll never get another job after this thing." Were so, you, were you, uh, but you know, my what I the the mistake I made was playing it completely seriously. You know, I was like, "I'm gonna be a cop." I was like, "This may be a stinking pile of crap," but like, I'm gonna pull something for my reel here. So you know, like, I played it real serious. Yeah, you so, were thinking like, what? Would this cop's home yeah, like, be like? No. <laughs> backstory. It's my motivation. To go, <laughs> go, my go motivation. in. What's, go in here. What's he been through in his life? Yeah. And I yeah. remember. So I was on the set a lot because I was hanging out with uh, Mark and Felissa, and um, I remember I got a VHS tape of like the opening sequence of the movie. I don't know how that works. I don't know why there was a VHS tape of the opening sequence of the movie we were doing, but it didn't matter. We were shooting that. Now, now we're in Deer Park. Oh, nice! In a in a soundstage, which is like uh, an empty garage in Deer Park. And I remember putting on the VHS. Like, because she was like, "What do you think? Like, honestly, what do you think about like the movie we're making here?" I said, "Actually, I can show you exactly what I uh, what I know." And I put the thing in. I remember like her just welling up. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, no, it's 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 that's the right reaction to to, do you, to do, it." Do you think, like, I mean, like in a way, I guess, like she was 
I, I don't know what else she's done besides Sleepaway Camp. Like, I'd have to look well, she's at in the new Victor Crowley movie. No, no, I'm saying, like, at that point. I think she was out of the game for She was a out of the bit, game, and then right? came back to Maybe. the genre, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's not a way to come back to the game, though. <laughs> No, but Victor Corelli, she was in that, and she, and I, I enjoyed that. She movie. married the CKY guy, right? Really? Devin, uh, and one of the members of CKY. Oh. That's her husband. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not yet. So, yeah, they have kids. Huh? Oh, really? Yep. Children. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, all right, so does this thing get a release? Like, Yeah, it's out there somewhere. But I'm saying- I've signed copies of the DVD. <laughs> have you? All right, now People we're going People like, Brunette Cop! <laughs> <laughs> There can he you, is. Can you sign it BC? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's true, I, though. I, I've signed copies of it. So moving on from there, like when- you know The you, Violent Shit movies? You know the Violent Shit movies? No. no. I've heard of that. have that, not seen. That's Have the guy. You, are you really? Yeah. Zombie Doom God. and stuff. Yes. That's the guy. That's the director. Oh, shit. Okay. I read about it in that, uh, one of those books. The I Violent read, Shit like, trilogy? Yes. The horror- uh, metal movies, books like that. That I in get. fact, I when I go into the in. theater, because as brunette <laughs> cop, I go into a movie theater because he slaughtered the entire audience, and uh, I go into the movie theater, and one of the violent shits is playing on the screen, and I have a line that says, "Look at this violent shit." Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I remembered it because of the title. It's violent shit. That's just. Fantastic. I, I feel like at this point, like the Strangers DVD is going to do okay, but this other one's really going to overtake it yeah. like, after this. After this episode, <laughs> blow it up. Um, so moving forward, like, how do you meet somebody like Frank Sabatella? How do you meet someone like Frank Sabatella? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I enjoyed his movie. Which one, uh, Molly? Blood Knight? Yeah, Blood Knight was yeah. pretty damn good. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It kind of blew me away, like watching it. I was pleasantly surprised. Like before he came on, I was like, "Oh, let me watch this," and I was like, "This was actually pretty good." It got mm-hmm. like released. I, I saw it on HBO a few times, and we were friends on Facebook. I don't know how that happened. Uh, Facebook. Uh, he's probably everything. just a fan of mine. He's probably yeah. loved Nikos. Actually, so, he probably was a, a brunette cop fan. So he probably liked <laughs> brunette cop. And you know how it is. You want to be friends with the celebrities on <laughs> right. Facebook. You want to feel like you know them. Clearly. So da- Damien actually said, don't allow anyone else on Horror Nerd that's higher in the celebrity. I, I want to be, yeah. yeah, he's like, that's it. He's like, if anyone else. cap it right yeah. there. You I know. got you. Don't, I don't want to see Kip hanging out on Horror Nerd. <laughs> bashing. Uh, bashing. So, so he, he probably friended me. He was like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this super celebrity guy. Uh, that's how Frank sounds. And uh, <laughs> I remember him like casting a thing whatever this was night of the pumpkin oh i remember being like hey i should i should be in this i should do this like a halloween vibed thing is like cool i want to be a part of that and i think it's like a local thing too it's like how many people make movies right how many people make horror like on long island like Like, i was like this is quality you want to be in business with this yeah cool night of the pumpkin pre-credits thing I get my face ripped off. I'm responsible for the pumpkin. Yeah. But uh, so I did that, and I was great in that. I was amazing. I was obviously awesome to have on set. And, like, everyone loved me. Uh, You know, I was just, like, charming and also good in the thing. So obviously when he did the next one the next year, The House That Cried Blood, like, he couldn't wait to get me back, you know, in a bigger role. 
Refresh Me. Is that the girl? I'm trying to remember that one. The House That Cried Blood. It's where the four teens, not really teens though. It's kind of like teens in the way that like they're teenagers in Slaughter High, whereas like they're supposed to be teens, but obviously they're 35. Right. Um, Do you remember Slaughter High? Slaughter High? Yeah. You could revisit that. That's the oldest teens in the history of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, that's like 40 year old Carolyn Monroe playing a senior. The fucking great movie. I thought it was great. I don't know if I remember it. Well, we Who, talked about it because like whenever we bring up like somewhere along the way, I'll, I'll interject in this this uh, trajectory that we're going on here with his career. Um, I don't know how it what happened. a ride it's going to be. Wow. <laughs> take ride. a trip down my career. <laughs> I don't know exactly how the mutilator talk started, but we kept bringing up. <laughs> remaking the mutilator well, that's know. how i want to finish this by the way is a message to buddy cooper yeah <laughs> that's so like... i want to i want to give a message to buddy cooper and i want you guys to find a way to, to play it for him but i think if we'll paul, cross that bridge yeah if paul travers like my yeah. buddy like he fucking he's like yeah he's like I, he said he hit him up on facebook so well, we get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. Let's stay on track. Then. Yeah, let's stay on track. So, so basically, um, tell me how's cry blood. So they, they, the old lady death, and you know, it opens up, and I'm like, you know, exposition, little Friday Thirteenth Part Two type thing, and uh, and then I get these other three idiots to go in the house because we want to see her dead body or her bones or whatever, but it doesn't go well. It's me and three other people. One of which is, I don't, is this who you do? Andrea is in it. She's on Survivor a lot. So. Okay. Um, I think I think Frank told me that too. But that's I, my I, favorite of the shorts, though. I is the House of Cry Blood. I it's kind of very throwbacky seventies, eighties kind of. I wish he would do thing. one more. Like I don't he know. should do a feature of the House of Cry Blood. I know he's like eh, money, but uh, like, what do you need money for, man? Technology. Technology <laughs> is kind of catching up to the money aspect what do you need money for i'll do it for free jeremy Sellenfriend will do it for free he's the effects guy yeah emmy nominated effects guy who's in your group yeah nice <laughs> I'll, I'll look out for him all right <laughs> it, wait, all right as long as he's not a bigger celebrity i just want to make sure well, he's, he's an effects guy he's not gonna be a bigger celebrity <laughs> than me. just making sure i don't you can have people behind the camera be bigger celebrities than people in front of the camera well, i'll tell that to tom savini <laughs> So you tell me if I add Tom Savini, that's going to be okay. Nobody likes Tom Savini, <laughs> but, except Tom Savini. Um, so you you told me, and I could be completely wrong, but you, were you you said you were offered the first Strangers? No, that's a complete lie. Who the know. fuck told me that? That's you should delete that. Maybe it was Kip. We'll fix that later. Yeah, we'll fix that later. <laughs> I was not. I was offered the second Strangers. Okay. So anyway. Um, after the shorts, like, what do you do? Um, I did a, a pretty kind of interesting movie called Close for the Season. We shot that in a, in, in a Abandoned Amusement Park in Ohio. Okay. Um, actually, that's <clears throat> that's kind of an interesting segue there. It's because I was cast uh, in that movie with um, Amy Brooks is in it. She was in... Critters 3. Oh, okay. All right. The That's Mangler Reborn. Perhaps you're familiar with that one. <laughs> yeah. She was in a movie called uh, Monster Man. I don't know if you remember that one. That one I don't, but Critters definitely in the guy in the I truck. Kind of like... Um, and Joe Unger is the other guy close for the season. He was in... Mm. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Any Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 fans in the house? I liked it. He, I He plays Tink, you know, uh, Viggo Mortensen's uh, brother there. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I like 2 better than 3. I did too, but I didn't, I th- 3 gets shitted on a lot, but I, th- I don't think it's that bad. I'm shitting on 3. Oh, yeah? I well. Mean, it was, I mean, what, what did you think about it? I, I've never seen it. Oh, right. So exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I have seen it. Um <laughs> It had a Death Angel song in That's it, so I was like, yes. I don't like, uh, Great soundtrack. It had a very metal soundtrack. That's all it took for me back then. It was like 1990. Then. That's all I needed back See, then. When you, start, when you start doing movies, right, and then you start mixing with like other filmmakers and stuff, like you don't want to shit on their movies, right? It's the same. So you just have to be like, I, I never saw it. No, right. completely, because it, it's, it's like playing music. Yeah. Like, so if you say you never saw it, we can assume you hate it. Whatever movie we bring up. <laughs> That's, I just don't care. They're not listening anyway. Unless you're yeah. just like Nikos the Now, you, I heard you on Red River Podcast yeah. talk about my phone. Oh, wait Email. a minute. <laughs> Next movie. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so was there any, ever any thought of like going West California, all that stuff? Were you going to yeah. like, I'm going to do this here, and that's... I did. Yeah. I mean, I've spent a lot of time out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just... It was uh, I never really like felt it. Yeah. So most of my friends went out there. So I'm a lot of them still aren't feeling it, but they did it because they felt they needed to. So I, I kind of was like, "Is it? Do I do it because it's a necessary evil?" Um. So let's just get to the strangers. Like, how does something like this land on your lap? Like, I'm not an actor. I don't know how that goes. So, like, how does that happen? And let me just say real quick: the the, the first strangers. Um, I didn't really enjoy it, but I, no, it, mm, I'm a huge home invasion fan. I like that genre because at this age, it's still something that feels real. It could happen. It could Why happen. Why not? So you're not going to get possessed by the devil, but yeah. somebody could break in the somebody crib and fuck in. your shit up. That's it. And if you don't have a hammer on you, then you fuck. Fuck. Um, I mean a gun, by the way. You know, I don't know <laughs> what kind of squares listen to the show. But um, so the setup was great. I thought the setup was very like Carpenter esque. Definitely. You know, um, and I just watched it in the theater, and the beginning was cool. The middle I was not like a fan of because I just was waiting for something. And then I loved the ending. I thought the ending made up for the movie. It made me think like, okay, that was kind of cool. I loved it. I loved the characters. I was psyched from the trailer. You know, one scene where the, you know, the man with the mask is behind there. And and Liv Tyler's in the front. Yeah, I remember oh, seeing absolutely. that in the, the the theater, and everyone's yeah. like, it was right, like, right, oh, right. great, a great slasher, it's coming. Vi- and I loved how the killers and and you guys obviously played it the same way as the emotionless, you know, unfeeling. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, slashers I like. Yeah, that's why I never like Nightmare on Elm Street as much. I like it, but it, Freddy's kind of funny. I like the cold, emotionless killers. Well, he didn't get funny till like three though, or two. Well, he's never he never actually got funny, but he tried. Well, yeah, <laughs> trying to be funny. You know what I mean? What prime time bitch or whatever? <laughs> but, <that was> like, <laughs> <laughs> you ready for prime time? So, but anyway, yeah. how does something like that land? That movie I did, the amusement park movie in Ohio. Uh, one of the producers on that, John Wagner, it was like his first producing job. Um, I met him on that and we got along very well, you know, and that was another movie out in the middle of nowhere. So I kind of stayed in touch with him and, and, and we tried to get a couple of things done. And as the years have gone on, his work has 
improved or you know like grown so he, he became a he was a producer on um starry eyes you know, oh yes i love fucking that film love yeah. cheap, cheap thrills yo are you oh, kidding me wow. those are like my two favorite <laughs> movies yeah. of that year bone tomahawk he's fuck yeah that, so. stop right now <laughs> please are you fucking kidding me? Those are like three of the Home best. Runs. All right, all right cheerleaders dies. Also a producer on. So. I didn't see that. I didn't see pop that. the pop the, pop. I gotta see it now though. Yeah, that's yeah. quite a track record. <laughs> it's uh, Lucky McKee, you know. He, oh yeah, cool. That's, that's one. We of were his. just talking about the girl next door, which I think he did, which is super it's brutal. super brutal. Yeah, Very. yeah. So, and then I went and did a, a short film that he directed. Uh, called Wildfires, which is, is going to do some festivals this year. But yeah, so he did Bone Tomahawk, and then probably like April or something, like this month. And he was like, hey, we're doing another, uh, you know, doing one of the Strangers movies, doing like doing a Stranger sequel. And I was yeah. like, great. Like, that's amazing, because I know a lot of people have been waiting for that. Uh, um, like, yeah, like, like eight like years. Ten years or oh, whatever. Ten, it's a decade. You're right, yeah. Coming up on ten years, and yeah. he said, well, "You know, what do you what do you think about playing a man in the mask?" And I was like, "Oh, that's you know, that's interesting because I, you know, John, I've I've uh, quit acting. Like I, I don't want to be in this business anymore. It's pretty for real ugly. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had called it a day because I kept trying to get like projects going on my own. I'm just gonna yank that cord out. <clears throat> um, all I I was getting a lot of scripts in that were just like." really really bad and i didn't want to do them just to do them because how do you know something's bad like you just uh i read it and i'm like <laughs> i don't want to see this i, I don't want to know be what in it, it is sometimes like the imagination i don't know like you know like maybe you read something oh, and this could be a nikos the impaler sequel <laughs> <laughs> this is like a nikos the impaler fan film i'm just a fat guy who plays music i'm just asking <laughs> jesus christ i don't know why when you read something dare you, how you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i guess if you see like song lyrics or something you're like who who wrote this yeah. is this their first day in the country or? I, I might be i might <laughs> be dumb but i'm not a dweeb this I'm is a four-year-old a <laughs> i'm singing the offspring now four-year-old write this is this a new york rippers song um so still waiting for that reunion uh yeah so you know it's like and you, you must know this if you do like a horror movie or two you you, you're you enter into the the danger zone of being horror movie actor, um, and then everyone's like they'll do my horror movie, and like that's what they'll do. So you get like basement warrior scripts there, and you know I, I love it, love all that. I just I didn't want to do that there because it didn't do anything for me. Um, I wasn't feeling the projects, so I, I didn't want to do them. I wanted to get my own stuff done. Like things I felt passionate about, and we had this this script about this peeping Tom. Uh, it's a really great script, and I thought it was a brilliant script, a brilliant idea. And you don't, I mean, you don't really see much like about peeping Toms in movies. I mean, there is that movie Peeping Tom, but it's not even really about a peeping Tom. Right. So like. You get like rear window or, or something, you know, that's like the closest. And this I can't was, think of any. My friend Hannah was going to be in it from VHS with the wings and, yeah. and stuff. And um, it just kept like collapsing on me, imploding. And it would get to a place and then it just keep, you know, falling apart on me. And that's happened a couple times. And I just. Like, I guess I, it's just like it's defeating. 
Like yeah, anything. it's like yeah. I, like all I wanted, all I've ever wanted to do is is just act. Like I didn't want to be a movie star. I just wanted to do like character parts, and you know, it's so very little acting and so much like grief and stress, and it's just like wasn't you, fun anymore. No, no, yeah. like uh, uh, dealing with. Like, you know, people, uh, I'm sure you've heard, people. a lot of people in the movie business have kind of, you know, soulless sons of bitches, you yeah. know, dirt bags. It's like, why do you want to do this to yourself? For, like, the idea you have in your head? So, you know, I'm just, I was just like, it didn't happen for me. So I, And I don't want to do it anymore. So I was like, I'm going to get a dog. Um, so I didn't get a dog because I kept going away on location or whatever, and I... So I was like, I'm just going to get the dog and have the kids, and that's what's going to be our thing. And like, I'll be a little bit of trivia for, for someone, you know, like, who's in this movie with the amusement park? Brunette Cop. Who, who's Brunette Cop <laughs> who, and Nico Sampel? Who once played Audrey too? Right. So I was good. I was all set. And then John called up about the strangers. Fucking huge. About the bag. Like, that's really... And that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I don't think so. Really? Like, well, I mean, was it a definite green light? Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It was done. It was. It was being. It already had uh, Christina Hendricks and okay, Bailey wow. and Lewis were. Wow, on and you were still apprehensive. <laughs> well, I mean, how dare I, you? <laughs> I was like, I don't like the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Get a better cast. <laughs> No, it was really more of a. Um, it, it was a bunch of things. Part of it was a pride thing. I was like, I, you know, like I'm an actor, like I'm a fucking good actor too. Okay, I'm not gonna not stand there in a want. bag yeah, while other people. Put a bag on acting. my head, on this head. Okay, <laughs> you put that bag on <laughs> Bill Pullman's kid. <laughs> oh, that's right. Bill Pullman's kid was he's, in the movie. He's amazing. Yeah. He's one of my favorite people ever. We totally had a bro- I've totally bromance. Forgot going. about that. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that was, that was, I mean, there was that and there was, I saw the first one in theaters, the first movie. Um, I did enjoy it. It's effective. But the strangers in that, the villains, I mean, they're, they're mostly, you know, they're in the background. You don't see them. That's all part of the whole effectiveness is, of it is, are they there or are they not? They're kind of mm-hmm. shapes in the background. They're not really doing much. And I was like, I mean, this is going to be something really cool for someone to do because then they kind of get to be like an icon uh do some horror conventions whatever and be a little bit of trivia that's not brunette cop and uh i was like but i mean like you don't need me to do this like, you, you could literally get anyone who, to sh- do who shook the shit out of you <laughs> uh he sent me a script and i read the script was the director already attached yeah it was johannes yeah. everyone uh, they were waiting on me sam Cool, okay. cool, cool. They were waiting on me to, to go into production. <laughs> and the guy did the movie Expelled, which I thought was great. Expelled and uh, 47... 47 meters down. Which I didn't see, but my girlfriend saw and she loved it. Um, <laughs> He did the other side of the door, too, <clears throat> which is pretty cool. Well, you know what? See it. Yeah, it's on the list now. Uh, Put it on while you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent me the script, and I was like, I'll read this this fucking thing. And then uh, I started reading it. I was like, ah, oh, you know, this is, this is kind of cool. And I got to the, the uh, scene, the van between the man, the mask, and the father. 
Yeah. And I was like, this is this is pretty cool. Like, this is kind of something scene. that... It is a great scene, and yeah. you know what's going to happen, and you're just like, ah. Oh, the he... way it happened, though, it yeah. just... Uh, I, don't I don't know, know if like, I should uh, say too much. I'm not. I'm not yeah, I don't want to like like I'm. We're, this isn't going to be like a spoiler thing, but yeah. like we'll we'll. It get, was very memorable to yeah. me. You know, I was like, I, it needs to be me. Like I need to do that. Cool. And then there's other other points in there where I I just wanted something where I felt like I could bring something to it. Yeah. You know, make some moments out of it, add some behavior to it so uh, when, when you're reading the script like is is like the music portion idea already attached to no it? no because i mean that's like a big part of it like in, that's definitely in the van you know it, it's um he flips through so it was like rap country uh yeah maybe christian and then he stays he goes on the baseball game thinking the script after the baseball game he turns it off and there there's it's silent so johannes i mean that the 80s music the whole soundtrack thing is, is all johannes Great fucking idea. Super yeah. effective. I mean, I think maybe just because like, we're such music guys and kids in America just to kick it off. I feel like obviously you see the strangers more and it's instead of in the background, they're already in position to strike. Right. I'm just going to say the pool scene was just like a fucking thing of beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Like a thing of beauty, like where you the colors, the direction, it, it was just perfect. Like it was like a a fucking five to seven minute clip of, of like just it's a fun day visually just like it almost reminded me like it visually it had things like like the movie drive yeah you know like it had that that feel to it and stuff so um all right so you you accept it and how long does a movie like that even take to shoot like 30 days something like that yeah uh i was there for where were you kentucky kentucky was it wow so uh did five weeks I was there. Now, do budgets play in when you do location? Like yeah, some I places mean, are more expensive. Oh, oh, it's uh, you know it's all about uh, tax breaks. So uh, okay. Kentucky had a really good tax incentive thing going on there. I think they're losing that. So because uh, I went, I did Strangers and I came home, and then the next movie I did, you know, popped up. And it took me like down the block, right back to Kentucky, and we shot it like down the block from where I did Strangers. So, Kentucky had a really good thing going on at the time. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's where places like Georgia or like Louisiana, Oklahoma, times you know that's it's all about the the tax incentives. And when you're like shooting in places like that, I mean like, how much off time do you have? Yeah, weekends off. So every weekends Saturday off. and Sunday, you kind of just like hang out. Yeah, you uh, you know, some people go back home or, uh, you know, we went to like museums. We went to actually 47 meters down came out while we were shooting that. So Lewis and I went and saw that. Uh, we went to a baseball game. Uh, it's fun. You know, Fourth of July happened while we were out there. So we went and saw like the, this uh, fireworks thing. You know, you just go out and you pal around with the locals. I know? mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, you tell people, you know. Like, I mean, it's Kentucky, but it was like five minutes from Cincinnati. Yeah. So, you know, it was like a legit, you know, big city right there. So, uh, like, going to the pool scene, like, when you shoot something like that, like, I mean, it's got to be uncomfortable once you get in the pool and you're doing all that other shit, like. The mask gets wet. Yeah, that wasn't great. What is the peripheral like in the yeah. mask? 
Well, that thing swung around in my head like yeah. immediately, so it was just like. Whoop. So it was like the holes <laughs> were in the back of the back of my head. Yeah, but uh, that I mean, the whole pool thing was great because like we couldn't shoot, we couldn't start shooting anything until nighttime on that movie. So mm. it was uh, nine p.m. We'd start yeah, shooting. yeah. So we'd, oh yeah, that makes we'd show sense. up. You know, so we would shoot from nine to like as soon as the sun would come up. So you know, we're not getting home till seven eight a.m. We would rap, and a bunch of us would go to this bar afterwards, like every morning, and just you know have these awful uh, fried pickles and shit like that. So, but so you get home, you wouldn't get to bed till eight nine a.m. So you wake up, you go to set. You know, your call time is seven p.m. You have breakfast there, <clears throat> and then uh, so we started our uh, fight choreography, and you know, it was still daylight. We did that, and that was going really well. And then, you know, we'd go back, get dressed, whatever. And, and I, I remember being brought back to the pool, and it was dark, and then all these fucking palm trees and stuff, and all the lights. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, holy shit. Like, this is in, insane looking. My boots filled with water. Uh, the jacket, the pockets filled with water. Uh, everything was working against me. Lewis was like a fucking minnow with a rocket up his ass. So, like, I couldn't catch him. So, as soon as we popped up out of the water, he would just, like, boom, and make it to the end of the level every time and win. A fucking and like, minnow with a rocket yeah, up yeah, yeah. his ass. <laughs> like a small <laughs> rocket. Like, uh, not small. that would kill the minnow, but, like, small. a minnow yeah. can get out fast. You know what I'm saying? They have an asshole. Yeah. They must. They yeah. must. The minnow would be lost. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So when you're a part of this, this is like kind of like the biggest production you've been a part of, right? Uh, yes, by a little bit, yeah. At that point, right? Yeah. And uh, so- Well, we- Nico's Impaler was made for uh, probably, you know, uh, $30,000. <laughs> I have no idea. I think the budget was 60000 on that. That doesn't make sense to me now. By feel like I remember hearing that. So this was a little bigger. Okay. <laughs> it's getting a lot of mentions. I mean, I feel like the numbers... I want to see it. Because? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I know what I'm doing tonight. But uh, I get paid every time I mention yeah. <laughs> Chiching. <laughs> uh, most of the stranger's budget uh, went to food, obviously. I mean, you know, the food there was Is that was craft services? All right, you, you're basically playing... A slasher, like I mean, when you put that mask on and, and they yell action, like, do you feel like holy sh? Like, I mean, do you feel different? Do you feel evil in any way whatsoever, or you're just kind of like still Damien? Damien and the man in the mask aren't too, you yeah. know, yeah. they're not too far apart. Not too far. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, who is the man in the mask anyway? I mean, <laughs> I he could be your barista. That is true. You know, you're the guy making your subway sandwiches. <laughs> well, it was a girl, so. <laughs> but that's fine. But you put it on. I'm saying, like, unfucking believable. Do you feel like you know, like uh, sometimes, like you, you know, when you're younger and you're like, you get a new haircut and you start fucking walking down the street and you feel good or feeling you, yourself. You got your new shoes on. Like when you put that sack on. I got like, a mask. I got do an you axe. Genuinely feel like different when they yell action because you're playing kind of like an iconic character. Like you're now the man in the mask. Well, I don't feel like that, but I do. I am a, a gifted, wonderful actor who takes things very seriously. Yeah. So I do get into a character, um, even though I have a bag on my head, and it's like, 
you could have for you know ninety percent of the movie you could have put on any clown. Uh, but <laughs> is that burlap? That uh, I don't know the exact material. It was a little stretchy, and it was never uncomfortable. It was an itchy. No, no, it was a dream. It's like they put that little the snuggles uh, teddy bear on my head. It it just put my head in his ass. What was uh, the last day like rapping? Nothing special. Were you guys all high five each other? Uh, no, I didn't. uh, No, you're just like. I mean, do you? We made it. Do you know? And then there's a rap party afterwards. So you you rap you you high five everyone there. Do you know at that point that you just made a good movie or like an effective movie, or is it just hard to tell just from like? I think there's during like in the pool scene there during during setups there. I remember standing there and be like, "This is kind of fucking cool." Like. No matter what happens, I mean, I, there are scenes I'm not in, obviously, so I, I, I can't, I, you know, I don't know if it's a complete disaster or whatever. But, like, you can, t- a good actor or a good performer um, usually, you know, will know when something's going right for them. I'm sure maybe maybe you guys know that with music. Maybe not. It looks like by your face you don't. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm going to skip skip the live shows if uh, that's cool. Um, anyway. Uh, like I know when something's working, even if I'm in a bag, um, like I know when something's going right. Uh, so in the pool scene a couple times, I was like, you know, this is, this is really fucking cool. Like even if the rest of this movie sucks, this is like a special kind of moment I'm part of here. Now, what, what was the, I know we talked about alternate ending. Like, I don't want to hear what the alternate ending is because I want to see it. Um, but so it's the best you shoot two endings Right? Is that is that the uh, way it goes? Some, eh, not in this. Maybe in others. All right. So, like, when's the when's the first time that you actually watched the movie? Uh, I was invited to a bunch of uh, press screenings of it, but I didn't go because even if I have a bag in my head, I, I don't want to watch stuff I'm in. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. You don't hear your voice. You don't want to see. Yourself. We get it. You don't want to listen to the show. I already get that part. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't want to see not you guys. To- you don't have to subliminally throw that in there. I'm uh, never going to listen to this because <laughs> you, you know you're overly critical, and you know you can never watch a movie you're in and be like, "I love this movie. Like I really enjoy it." You know, like you lose out on that. So, but you have. You've seen the movie. I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, first time I saw it was at a it was at a, a screening. I finally did go, and then I did go with Frank Sabatella and oh, that's Mark right. and Mark. Yeah. Uh, and George, we went to um, Deer Park and sat in a packed crowd, and that was pretty wild because they yelled at the screen the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It was very interactive. Very, very loud. It was really, it was one of the wildest experiences. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very so. cool. But they enjoyed it, I think. Yeah, I, well, you know, w- once you put art or movies or music out there, um, you know, it's just out of your hands. Some people I would are say this is it. art. Art, strangers definitely art. Yeah, I, exactly. It's a piece of I art. Think so. It's a piece of art. <laughs> Big old slice of art. <laughs> But it, it, it's out there, and like it does, you know. Some some people are gonna love it. Some people are gonna hate it. No matter what, like fucking Smashing Pumpkins. 
have people you know what i'm saying and they're mm-hmm. like one of the best bands ever yeah yeah <laughs> the new york rippers like new york rippers were were you know one of the best bands yeah like one of the best ska bands to come out of long island Clearly. basically no i don't know <laughs> not, that was not, his band <laughs> well we did have uh we were on the first long island ska comp uh the first one how many were there 30 <laughs> yeah there were 30 of them i think now this is ska volume <laughs> you know edna's goldfish um jimmy changa was on there oh chris chris andrews yeah yeah it's my so, buddy yeah well Oh, that's so funny. Because oh, yeah. well, our our, uh, our our guitarist from the New York Rippers was played trombone in Chimichanga, who Ron knows very well. Yeah, yeah, okay, <clears throat> that's funny. Shout out to Chris Andrews and Brian Diaz and whoever else was in fucking Edna's Goldfish. So, um, all right. So then the, the movie comes out, and from there, like I know you're doing something with uh, Eli Roth. Yeah, the Eli Roth. The same, there, one. Uh, the same one. The same one. It's the same one. Yeah, that's uh, that's Haunt, uh, and that'll come out sometime in the fall. I'm not sure when, but uh, that was. Uh, it's produced by Eli Roth, and it's written and directed by um, Scott Back and Brian Woods, who have a movie out right now that they wrote and produced called A Quiet Place, oh. uh, which is the John oh. Krasinski directed yeah. uh, Emily Blunt starring movie. Doing pretty good that one. Doing all right. Yeah, it's doing okay. I mean, you know, it's doing okay. Like you know, okay, a fifty million dollar opening weekend is. is it's got to be close to that eighty million. <laughs> it's mark okay. So yeah, that's cute. Cute little movie. <laughs> yeah. Had cute you had you stumble onto that? That was uh, that's John Wagner again, uh, the producer of the things I said before, and Strangers, and he was doing that. Um. So he keeps blessing you. Well, he was talking about it. He was he's like I'm doing this Eli Roth thing and uh I was like it was a, it was a Halloween movie. And uh I was like, "Oh, I I want to do like a holiday horror movie. Like I want to get into that thing." Uh <laughs> don't I mean, we it's all. a risk. Don't we all? Cuz <laughs> you know, that's something that even when they're great, you only really watch them one once a year. Hmm. I mean, if you're lame, you know, like I think most, you know, like I watch him more whenever. I know the Still, microphone didn't pick up that look I just gave. <laughs> to make a movie, well, though, that like, people I mean, might watch every year, once a year, though, is still pretty great. good. That's great. It goes into it's the holiday I'm yeah. saying, yeah, like I Black Christmas, I'll watch. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, but that's Black Christmas. And you know, it's, right. f- it's well, perfect. It's still, you never know. This This could be like the next Black Christmas. You don't know. Relax. You know what's funny? I fucking love the Black Christmas remake. Okay. Over. Yeah. <laughs> what? Over the original. Are you kidding me? I was waiting to tell him that. I good. might actually agree with you. Are you too serious? <laughs> Why don't you say this before we do the whole podcast? Are you too you fucking kidding me? Uh, we didn't plan this. You can't be serious. You can't be serious. <laughs> You I haven't watched serious. either one in a while, but I do remember thinking the remake was pretty good. Here, here's my reasoning. Well, rethink it. <laughs> Did you like the remake at all? Should I? Should no, I, I walked out of it. To be honest. Did you? Really? <laughs> Wait, I thought you said you didn't see it. No, I saw it. Oh, no, I saw on. it. Ish. I didn't see it. How do you oh, feel right. about remakes in uh, in general? Uh, that's one movie where I'm not going to no. sit idly Ho- by. Hold and, on a second. And it has nothing. No, look, 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 look. Hold on. Look. 
I, I'm not anti remakes. Because he doesn't mean it. I'm not anti remakes <laughs> at yeah. all. Okay. So maybe oh. I was I was a little harsh on that where I was like uh, I'm out because it was Black Christmas and you loved the first one movie. so much. Yes, I'm so on with you. I'll tell you why. Because... But you're not because of what you said. No, before, I know. But here's which I'll never forget <laughs> ever. <laughs> I like that Ronald Joseph story. But okay, I saw Black Christmas for the first time. He's yellow. I saw Black Christmas for the first time. The original. The original not too long ago. There was a midnight screening at, at Black uh, uh, Nighthawk. And I watched it at, I don't know, 30. With a bunch of bros. And everyone was like, why is he killing it? Where's the blood? It just didn't connect with me. I was why like, is he making cookies made out of people? Yeah. yeah. What, what are you talking about? <sighs> Hold on a second. But I completely completely understand because Halloween is the biggest deal to me. The original Halloween. And there's no Halloween without Black Christmas. No, and I I completely get that. So to me, watching those, (laughs) the Rob Zombie remakes, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like they, I just feel like no. They were a total abortion. No, no, no. So I get why you feel that way. And maybe if I saw Black Christmas at a younger age, it just didn't connect with me like the brutality of the remake did. All right, that's fine. Okay. But how can you sit there and have seen both movies and be saying that this, the remake, it's fine if you want to like the remake. I think Porky's uh, Mark, better. Mark and Frank Sabatella like the remake. <laughs> I know many people do, and maybe one day I'll have an appreciation for it. I like some of the people in it. Andrea Martin's in it. She's in the original. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Ramona Flowers, you know, she's uh, she's in it. But I just don't understand why you said the, what you said. <laughs> you might have been hearing things. I don't know. I might have to listen. <laughs> oh, you both said it. I might, have, I might have to listen back and stuff. So, But real quick, before we get into, into that remake talk, what is Haunt about? Haunt is about a group of 20-somethings. Hold on, stay with me. <laughs> that uh, are looking for, uh, you know, it's Halloween night, and, and they're looking for a haunt, as many 20-somethings do. <laughs> um, you know, so that's it's pretty reality-based. Um, and they find one, you know. They're looking for an extreme haunt, and they find one. It's a pretty shoddy haunt. It's uh, pretty cheap-looking. But um, it is extreme. Okay. It doesn't work out well for me. I'm in. All right. I'm in. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's, uh, I am uh, a villain in it. I can say that. Um, I can say it's, as far as my experience on set and, and seeing everything, it is um, quite violent and gory. <clears throat> uh, it's got that irresponsible violence that you, you hope to have in, in yes. some of your... Say no more, fam. Yes, say no more, fam. Which is, you know, sometimes I come off like a Neanderthal because I do like that. I do like the gratuitous violence. But I also appreciate, you know, like the suspense of certain Mm -hmm. movies. It's just like... An atmosphere. Yeah. All the stuff that Black Christmas has. (laughs) The original. Not Black Xmas. Yeah. But like let's say you take something like Starry Eyes. Starry Eyes I think was like a perfect example of like a slow burn where it's just like this movie that's like building up to something 
and the payoff is fucking grand. Yeah. Like, it's just grand. Like, it's it builds up the characters, the visuals. Everything about Starry Eyes was fucking phenomenal. Um, you know, and then you gave me the actual payoff. Like, the last 30 minutes of Starry Eyes is brutal. Yep. Brutal. So... But yeah, all right. So that that's coming out. You said that's like, Stannis and Kevin. They're uh, good friends. Good friends of ours that directed that. They uh, will be doing uh, their next thing is uh, the movie called Pet Cemetery. Which oh, you know told about. me that little movie called Pet Cemetery. And it's Sweet. it's a remake, right? Yeah. You know, it's it, Pet Cemetery is a book, so you know it's just another adaptation of the book. That's a remake that I would welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the story is fucking strong. People are going to sure. flip out. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, like, why is the cat wearing a bow tie and talking? You know, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> that is a, a suggestion I've made constant, you know, constantly to to Kevin. So I don't think it's going to make it in there, but I'm okay. dropping it here. I was thinking like Toons is the cat that drives. Well, kind of like Sabrina-ish, you know. The oh, cat yeah. Wow. Bringing it back there. So, yeah. so all right. Speaking of remakes, um, I, I remember the conversation that we started. I don't even remember how it started. I don't remember why the mutilator was fucking picked. <laughs> I have no idea, but it was such an absurd movie to start talking about a remake. And when you talk about it on the internet, I think people were just like, oh, is this for real? Is this for real? I think I can, I can, I can trace it back to uh, I've spent – a considerable amount of money on Arrow uh, Blu-rays over the last year. And I really have a fascination with them because they keep putting out these really kind of like terrible or obscure movies that like you would watch when you know, you were a kid there and be like, oh, uh, like people made this. Like someone wrote something and then other people were like, yeah, like, we, this should this should be made. And then people got together and they made the movie and it happened. And now Arrow gives you a chance to to see these people years later and like talk to them and they do a commentary and you're like, oh my God, like the, these, and here they are talking about it. Of course, they never made anything else because, you know, they, <laughs> they were very lucky to do it in the first place. So, and, and the mutilator is one of those things. It's got this glorious blu-ray with these great features on there <laughs> and you're just like my god like yes you know not saying that the mutilator is should be lumped in with some of those other movies no but like slugs i i actually like slugs i like slugs sure, too. Sure. i love slugs yeah. and once again the, the that's dude, a good commentary too on that the one. dude that made pieces right. which is another movie great one i Classic. think pieces could use a remake to be honest with you i i agree with you i'll do that too because <laughs> i it was one of those movies so I mentioned in the last episode, Maniac was like that fucking movie really like maybe I just saw it too young <laughs> because it scarred me. Yeah. Pieces was another movie. I remember I had the VHS and I had mm -hmm. that cover with the chainsaw. Sure. And when I watched it, it just seemed like I, there's something about just watching it that just it was just it's oozed grossness. Well, it's a sleazy, mean yeah. movie. Yeah. It just fucking like I don't think you could m make that movie now. And there's a guy in there that, that that attacks someone, 
and then suggests that he had bad chop suey, and that was the that was the that is that's true. what caused him <laughs> yeah. to, to kung fu attack yeah. someone. <laughs> and that's great. Someone wrote that. That's true, though. But right? yeah, you know, pieces. You know. The dialogue, like to those movies, were like bastards. But, but yeah. <laughs> right, Linda George. Was when, that who was when you think about it, like you and they got and her husband, Christopher. Yes, that's they right. They got funding. You know, they got. That's funding. the amazing part. Yeah, I'll give you money for that. It always is. That's why you're like, what? How? Th- how did this happen? The '80s. I think the, a lot of that stuff. How we found rich people like you have to put. My daughter in your movie. Yeah. And, all right, fine. And then we'll give you money. Pieces, and they got Bluto in there. Bluto's in there. That's right. Yeah. And then, uh, and <clears throat> actually, Edmund Purdom um, is the, uh, he's, I guess he's the dean in there. Edmund Purdom found his way into quite a few uh, horror movies there. He actually directed and starred in Don't Open Till Christmas, also mm-hmm. starring Carolyn Monroe. But he, that, that was a guy, that was one of these guys. I'd be watching these terrible horror movies and my mother would like, catch a piece of it without like a chainsaw cutting someone so she wasn't completely sure what I was watching but she'd be like oh Edmund Purdom oh it's like what are you watching I'm like it's uh, called uh, pieces of uh, me just pieces yeah it's just pieces um, but you know he Edmund Purdom has a fascinating career so but you know he was he was slated to be a very big star at one point and he did a lot of theater and stuff and he so. ended up in pieces well fuck <laughs> I mean I guess it, when the shit goes down <laughs> it goes down well cuz hey, I think eventually like you're if you're you know not that I know cuz I'm not an actor but you know fucking a paycheck is a paycheck sometimes sure. like it's you're, a job yeah it's like we have a job for you mm-hmm. fuck it I'll yep. do it yeah but then you do something like pieces you know your credibility is just nowhere then like, hmm. you can't be in. I'm not going to go do uh, pieces and then, you know, be in the Notebook too or something <laughs> like that. You know, that's. I, I'm sorry. Can is pieces a good movie or is it a bad movie? No, pieces is a terrible. Movie. Okay, I just want to check. But that's why I love it. Right, yeah. right. Okay, but as long <laughs> well, as we're yeah. aware, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's on Awful. par. It's on yes. par with the Mutilator because the Mutilator was so fucking ridiculous because we talked about it because. Like the beginning has like this kid and he accidentally shoots his mom, right? So right. Then, and then the fucking dad, like I, I guess, like goes crazy. He he commits matricide there. Yeah, uh, and the, the father, you know, he shoots at him, shoots at the kid. Kid gets away, and then you fast forward to like thirteen years later or whatever, and the, and they're, the kids are about to go on fall break, which is not thing still <laughs> still back then um, today no never there's would. no fall break yet anywhere and then they're they're at the bar so they're like what do you want to do for fall break which is obviously saturday and sunday in in november <laughs> uh and then the the father calls the bar for the kid and he's like hey you know would you close the cabin for me and the kid's like yeah yeah we can do that and then you as a viewer you can either be like, whatever, or you can be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened there in, in the, a lot of healing yeah. happened in the 13 years there? Yeah. Like, I, like, who paid for him to go to college? I want to know that. Right. I want to know what happened after you know the father tried to kill him. What, what That's what's like- great about these movies is the appeal is just the fact that they exist somehow. They exist. That's all it is. <laughs> because but it's yeah. like, it's, the, the, somehow... 
So this kid who who is a, 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 a he's in higher education, so he's in college, he's learning, so he's he's got a functioning brain. Mm-hmm. Um, what he he in his head there, he he doesn't think his father is going to try to kill him and all of his friends. I mean, this isn't a stupid kid. So I like I that's the kind of stuff I want to know about. I want to know. And also just like you're making this fucking movie. Like did you really need to put that in the beginning? Like couldn't there be like just some random killer instead? Like why did it need to be the fucking dad? <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of blanks that were maybe going to be filled or were filled. Now, the remake could answer hypothet- these questions. Hypothetically speaking, if the remake gets made and you're in charge when it gets made. When- <laughs> yeah. Now this is our our thing to Buddy Cooper when when you send this yeah. to Buddy Cooper now and you have to get rid of anything that we said that may have <laughs> heard as a negative <laughs> totally I'll send him the PG version so would you change anything about the script yes what would you change well first of all I would love to know if there was a script okay because <laughs> I suspect there isn't no cut, we'll, cut that we'll edit that cut out. that <laughs> starting now. <laughs> Uh, I I think that (laughs) I think I feel much better knowing that they just were winging it the whole time (laughs) than that someone actually wrote a script and and for the people that have never seen it it's up on YouTube like the whole thing is just there Um, but get the arrow blu-ray go out and spend money on it and it's a great some people won't because they've just never seen it and we're fucking shitting on it. <laughs> You're like, how this can mo- you shit on something called the mutilator without well, seeing it? I'm there. I've when seen I people. Hear it. I've seen people in this group who're like, ah, is the Quiet Place out on like the stick yet? Or like, can I get it on like Pirates Cove? And I'm like, you fucking pieces of shit. And like, I call them out, and then all of a sudden the post is deleted completely. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I took a screenshot of it, bitch. You fucking thief. <laughs> Pay for the mutilator, you sack of shit. But for the people that actually don't want to gamble, go see a, a quiet place that that needs way more money than the mutilator does. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, quiet place is you know it's, no, I, it's 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 you know moseying along there, but it really needs your money. Um, but yeah, it's just so the, it's what's bizarre is just that fucking song, like the actual setup of the movie. It, it almost plays like a fucking sitcom. Like, it's bizarre. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. I don't know what... Like, how The Room had the disaster artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe we should just do a documentary <laughs> on The Mutilator. Like, how did this get made? Yeah. Like, how did this, like... Like, what was the thinking behind it, you know? So, Buddy Cooper, <laughs> we need to pick your brain. I, I, I think... <clears throat> if uh, we were to to uh, James Franco's in it to jump into what year did um, it come out? The Mutilator was eighty five. So a lot of cocaine probably went into making that. One would hope. <laughs> if we were to head into a a Mutilator um, reboot, I am I I I have exact ideas on where the script needs to go. I have a, a whole brilliant treatment for it i know every path storyboards i've seen the storyboards the I, believe, needs to take. I believe i believe you because you're the only successful person in this room yes. I, i'm not going to say it here but if buddy wants to know uh he, he's free to contact me uh, i think that the whole father son thing it needs to be um addressed and reworked a little bit but uh 
Definitely keep the the hook in there. The the, Just the fish tweaks. hook. The hook and, is great, and the actual. You know, you said the, the killings might be a little dated. I didn't say that. Cut that. Oh, what? <laughs> as a as a kid, it was one of those movies that so I would the watch. The effects. The effects were a little. The dated. effects. Okay, so as a kid, it was one of those movies that I was would always go and watch, and I've seen it many times. And like, I I don't know why that Madman was another one. Mm-hmm. There were certain movies. Slaughter High was another one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking. I, there was something about. You know, like just bullying and like them getting their their fucking, you know, what they deserved, mm-hmm. you know, for fucking with this kid. Um, so I think just man, like th- those certain movies could really use it. And and I, I thought Satan's Little Helper. That's another one. So Ugh. he hated that one. Ugh. Well, that's a little more recent, right? That was two thousand four, and that was like Amanda <laughs> Plummer being. I, I- it baffles me yeah. the love that movie gets. It gets love. Yeah, I've never say that. heard anyone talk about <laughs> Dude, it. in that horror nerd group like years ago. I remember yeah. it coming up because uh, Halloween movies or something because it took place on Halloween. And I mean, just that lead kid alone. I I swear I wanted to strangle. I wanted to go through the television and strangle this. This kid. is the first time I've ever heard anyone talk about Satan's Little Helper. Oh my god! Have you ever seen it? Yeah, Jeff Lieberman. Yeah. Okay. Did Squirm and um, Blue Sunshine. I, you know, it was just the uh, the, the killer angle. Mm-hmm. I thought the king, killer angle was unique. How yeah. he would change, like personas, kind of or masks. Um, but it was like half cool. Like the idea was cool. Like someone with a better fine tuning brush could do something really well with that. Because I just thought it was unique. He did do uh, just before dawn, which is a, a good slasher. I haven't seen that. Jeff Lieberman. Yeah. Wait, just before dawn. Who is in that? That's uh, so Chris Lemon. Um, wow, Chris Lemon from the eighties, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, George Kennedy. That's yes, I did see that. That was a good movie. Yeah. A lot of people sleep on that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sam. Like me, <laughs> yeah. And and I'm a big slasher fan, so like I like going. You busy watching uh, Black Xmas? Yeah. It was. I actually own that DVD. Thank you very much. Last time I went to um, Fye, it was one. Of, it was one of the four that I bought. I, f- I found that. I found a movie called Otis, which I, I think is fantastic. Huh. Connolly zombie movie. Fido? Did you is like that Fido? It? No, Otis was. Oh this is no, another zombie movie, isn't it? Otis was that. Uh... Otis was Chrissy Seaver, the young girl from Growing Pains, all grown up, and she. It was almost kind of like a loved one. The the movie, the loved ones. That was, was great Seaver. too. Growing from Growing Pains? Yeah, who is she? What's her name? She was like the little girl that they had a very, at the very end of that show's yeah. trajectory to try and keep it relevant. Yeah. And they throw it like a little kid in there. Family Ties did it. Right? Well, they oh, had. Yeah, but yeah. Otis, is, she, she's in it. Um, Ileana Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Pollack. Yes. So this fat dude who delivers pizzas finds a girl, really likes her, wants to take her to like a date or a prom or something and holds her captive. So, so no zombies. No zombies. Mm-hmm. But Fido was okay. That that's what the one you're thinking of. I thought of. that's what that was. Yeah. So Carrie Ann Moss, that was fun. But yeah, so we're trying to get funding for the mutilator. Definitely. Or any I can't if we can remake any of these things. I'll I'll even I'll you know, I'll do the burning. Uh yeah. We should do the burning. I think that could use a remake. I I agree with Especially you. Especially since, you know, that's a Weinstein movie, so maybe we can get those rights Is for it cheap. Really? Sure, sure. It's also <clears throat> if I may, 
one of the the really the few slashers where it doesn't really have a final girl. Uh, it's the guy that does the uh, thwarting there, which I wonder if maybe Harvey was like, no, you know, women can't, yeah. can't do anything. So we was he real? Like, because that was a long. That was one time of his first that. movies. Yeah, that, like that was 19, like his first movie. It had to be like eighty. Yeah, because Savini did that <clears throat> instead of Friday Thirteenth Part Two. So that's eighty-two. Yeah. Yeah, I could use a remake. I could see that. Sure, Cropsy. Tourist Trap was another one I always thought. Could that's use a, a movie remake. I didn't see. I mean, The Burning has its moments, but well, nothing. Let's go back in there. Nothing. Dude. Nothing beats just like the fucking Clippers. Like sure. When I first the saw scene. When I first saw that, the I young was, Jason Alexander. Yeah, like, Fisher Stevens, Holly Hunter. Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's it's got that peeping Tom, that creepy peeping Tom kid, who I'm sure was based on Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, going yeah. back, going back to the peeping tom. So yeah, we you know if they want to uh, just fork over the rights to that, the, like the Weinstein Library, uh, yeah, just give us that one. I think I think yeah. we can get that pretty cheap. I think we'll we'll have you our people contact. Like, wait a minute, you want that one? <laughs> <laughs> just take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted Pulp Fiction. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, we could do that one. Do you know? I wouldn't want to do like Mad Men or something because that's just. Another one that was like still like they they were making Maniac Cop forever, mm-hmm. but like I don't know where it is and as far as like nah, I'm not interested in Maniac Cop. Nah, How about Chud. <laughs> Chud could Chud could be a good remake. Chud could Chud too, not so much. I don't want to do Chud though. Nah, you need money to do a Chud movie. You would. They need. didn't the first time, but <laughs> to, to do it right. I mean, right. Although I mean, they had John Hurd and uh, <laughs> Daniel Stern in there, right? Yes. John, yes. Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, he was a Chud brunette too, cop, Chud, actually, right? He was brunette. he was a cop. He was the he was, original he was brunette, brunette cop. <laughs> he was brunette cop. Chud two by the Chud, which, like some sequels, took a slightly different route than the original movie. <laughs> yeah, very different. <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um, nah. I would. I maybe if someone was like, "Hey, I'm doing the Chud remake." Yeah, uh, you would need some heavy effects. You play, the Chuds would have to look badass. You play brunette cop. I'd be like, yeah. You know, I'll do that. Maybe I'm a But I role. wouldn't. I I I I don't. Uh, I wouldn't be on the creative end of Chud. But as far as like budgets go, like a slasher like Mutilator seems like the easiest thing to do because you're, you know, you have that one location, and like as long as you have an effects guy, you know, and then from there everyone works for free. Yeah, <laughs> That's it. That's the way That's it is. It. Well, look, movies are are uh, always overcomplicated, uh, especially you know the the bigger the budget the more people are getting paid that aren't actually doing things mm. um so you i mean you don't need all that so you go to the the old john cassavetti's way of doing it where like he would get rid of all those departments and he had some talented actor friends and and uh very minimal lighting and he you know he would run the camera by himself and he made great stuff and now that's kind of what like uh mark duplis you know does that's the right film yeah, yeah. Baghead. yeah so um I think he would. Did he have something to do with that HBO show as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That He's was like really kind of interesting. Yeah. Which HBO show? The, r- the room to the room something. Yeah, it was like room. It's like different. A- every episode is a different oh, okay. thing, but, but they all hotel. take place oh, wow. in like a hotel room. Oh shit! No, yeah. I've seen that. When he like these these creep movies, he's doing. I mean, you know, that's the barest bones thing he's doing there, and it's they're good films, though. Yeah, yeah. But like, you don't need. 
Oh, the bloat. Some movies yeah. do. You can't do an Avengers movie, um, you know, that way. But you can do some stuff. Like you don't need to overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of people who who feel like if they're not on a movie set with like. 60 people, 80 people running around. Like, it's not real. It's not a legitimate movie set. Um, so, you know, you just fucking get some granola bars. Give them some goddamn granola bars, you know. You get, and you, get you like coffees. that way, like... I, I mean, love that gorilla. Yeah. Filmmaking. Yeah. Because, like, that. at the end of the day, I guess it just depends on the script. Like, it could be like... Yeah, you still need talented people. Yeah. Would but, you ever, like, would you... Do you have any interest in, like, writing something yourself? I mean, I do, I just, like, anytime I sit down, you know, like, I, I always, like, talk myself out of it. I like just the discipline to sit there and do it. Like, I I overthink everything, so. Or do you have, like, ideas? I'm an idea man. An idea you know? man. Yeah, yeah. You know, taglines, titles, and stuff. That's like good. Yeah, but, like, my idea, like, hey, let's remake The Mutilator. Like, that was my idea, I think, yeah. first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ever. Well, let me ask you, because uh, before The Strangers... You said you were not interested in acting. Yeah. And this thing came and you did it. Now you did this Eli Roth. So are you like all in again? Like you. Yeah, I think I'll probably just do things that interest me. Yeah. So if that never happens again, that's I think that's okay. That's fine. Would you go back to like the Broadway stuff? Oh, I would do theater. I love theater. Like theater, so, yeah. Uh, think you know I mostly we mostly spend time in Maine. So. Oh yeah. Because you got to maintain your popularity for to be the highest rank in the horror nerd group. Yeah, you you're know? right. Yeah. You want to keep that up, that level. No pressure. That is true. That is true. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, uh, Kane Hodder wants to join the group. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, my movie was in theaters. You know, so. <laughs> His documentary is a directed video. So. Won't be in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so, gotcha. have that one. But you're all uh, you're so yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like if you're in a you position, get the guy to play Roy or something. <laughs> Roy is the man. Yeah, what is that guy doing? Let's check yeah. his IMDb. He's doing there. conventions. Is, is he? Yes. Oh, that's Why another not? thing. Like, how's that angle for you, or going to be? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of like I'll... an awkward thing. Conventions. Yeah. It's awkward for me to to oh yeah for you sit there. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I'm just it's not saying awkward for you. Oh no, I'm just uh, saying to like, be like, yeah, you know, give me this amount of money and I'll write my name on. It. Oh, and you want to take a picture? That's also uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't strike me, you know, as someone who would feel comfortable doing that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not comfortable. Be like, yeah, it's for. I someone just mess. People message me all the time here. Uh, as all these horror fans and um and they always do it like hey i just wanted to say that you were really good i'm like fuck yeah man i'm glad you fucking loved it and they're like wait a minute you're talking to me okay. and i'm like yeah you're just like human being and like horror nerd and like that's yeah that's fucking cool and this one guy was talking to me about um he's like i met this guy at a convention i met someone who was a childhood hero of mine and um I was like, how much was his signature? And he was like, oh, you know, it was $40. Yeah, I mean, I guess he supplied the picture, you know, so, like, you don't want to be out that money. Like, if you're printing off pictures, like, you'd go bankrupt. So you got got to sell that. But, like, and it was 40 to take a picture with him, too. And I was like, no, fuck 40 for the signature and 40 for the... So $80 if you want to take a picture. Oh, shit. And that's, like, 
you know, was he's Chiller, not in the Avengers or anything. This guy's how, been how Linden was charging that much. <laughs> Barney Miller. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the, Creep Show. He wasn't doing well. I was waiting to see like the the sharpie crossing off the prices, you know, like <laughs> now, now it's fifty dollars. <laughs> like, well, oh so, shit, we so fucking got this wrong. That's you know, it's your fucking camera, and that's forty dollars just to just stand with this person in the picture. And like, I, like I, 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 I told I, I told this story before, and I I love it because it's so funny. But like, I went to a convention, and I wasn't. I was just looking. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, walking around, and <laughs> I was getting, you know, I don't know. I felt bad, but I'm, like, looking. Like, I don't, I was, I don't want anyone's fucking autograph. I'm yeah. fucking, I just don't. Like, I, if, if I could talk to you, that's cool. If you don't want to talk to me, I'm just, I'm observing. Right. And I walk by, and I see this guy, and it's his Toxic Avenger. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I love the Toxic Avenger. I'm, he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, I'm the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. I was like, I love one and four. He's like, I was in two and three. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> That's saying, what people, like, were you in the first Rangers? What's it worth to you? <laughs> so, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell yeah, you. Yeah. So this dude fucking almost somersaults from behind the table. He's like, yo, he's like, let's take a picture. I'm like, oh, okay. So he takes my phone, gives it to somebody, takes a picture with me and my girlfriend. Who? Who? The, the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. The one you didn't even like. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then he gets back behind his seat. He's like, all right, let me tell you what. He's like, everything here is normally $20. He's like, but because you took that picture, like, it, everything's like 10 I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going I'm on? I'm like, I don't even understand. You just took my <laughs> yeah, phone hustle. and took a picture. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like, I'm good. I'm, he's like, oh, all right, cool. Because, like, usually when I take a picture, someone's cool enough to buy something. And I'm like. Well, you mean when you force <laughs> a picture on someone, they're cool. They're like, we just got to get the fuck away from this guy. Yeah, Buy something. Yeah. So he turns to my girlfriend. He's like, what about your girl? He's like, you want any of these pictures? He's like, I pose for Playgirl or something. And it's a picture like I showed you. It's like a Xerox copy of him with his arm up and his like body out. And I was like, no, she's good. And he's like, yeah, hey, I was talking to the lady. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what, man? Ten bucks. Give me this fucking poster, sign it, and I'll just put it in my studio. It was just so fucking. It was like That's weird. Awesome. Now, continue, continue. It was weird, but it was funny. Somebody I, walked along like ten minutes after you, and the same thing. It's yeah. probably what he did all day. I, this I is what imagine. I'm gonna do. Now. <laughs> he just like totally strong arm me, and I, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, it's funny. Like I've told the story, mm-hmm. and I, it's just. But he really kind of just like hustled me so yeah. bad to the point where I was That's just That's what like, I'm going to do. I'm just going to leap rodeo, out and force apparently. myself on, yeah. on people walking Yeah, why around. not? Like, I just love I was like, I f- love one and four. He's like two and three. I'm like, okay, well. Do you think, now, do you think he paid for his own table? Was he a, was he, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, what convention was it? It wasn't a big one, right? No, it, it wasn't was a like big one. It was just in like Hot Pog. Yeah. yeah, it was in Hot Pog. Mm, yeah, Hot Pog. What about the ones that, that, won't let you behind the table to take a picture or come out. Like you have to take that awkward. Like that you're awkward. leaning over. That's gonna like, be me. I'm almost no touching. Next to it. It's usually a lady because like, and I can't blame them yeah. looking around the room. I know looking around the room. <laughs> like I get it. I mean, I do some autographs and, and, and you know from because obviously I have bizarre, obscure tastes. Yeah. So, you know, like I, I want what I want 
and uh, no, but know. like you said, you get uh, like movies from Arrow. So like, if you see one of the actors, like I would imagine it'd be cool, like to actually get something, not well, just like you know. Recently, uh, go back to Black Christmas, the original. <laughs> um, oh, not Black Xmas. <sighs> Fuck me! <laughs> I I tracked Olivia Hussey down online. I love her. Star, and I was you know because she doesn't. I guess she doesn't do convention. I haven't really been keeping up on conventions. Very rare, but, I think. Uh, yeah. She has a website, and she has like pictures that you can get on there. But oddly enough, nothing from Black Christmas. All like Romeo and Juliet right. and Shakespeare shit. So I found her on like uh, one of the social media sites, and I was like. So, um, I love you. And uh, <laughs> I was like, look, look, my Christmas changed my life, okay? Yeah. Uh, I love it. I mean, I'm a good actor myself. Like, I like good things, too. Oh, yeah, but good. I, I've been on stage, okay? I've done, like, classy shit. But I love Black Christmas. Okay. I was like, anyway, look, I just, I want a fucking picture of Black Christmas. And you don't have that. So, what's up? Can I send you a picture from Black Christmas? And... Like, what are we gonna do there? You like, you'll sign it. You want what? Do you, how much money do you want from me? Like, let's just do it. I don't care how much yeah. it takes. So she was like, yeah, yeah, just send it, and uh, I'll sign it. Awesome. I was like, you're amazing. Yeah, so that that's happened. Cool. So you know, and Barbara, this is a person I harassed on social media. <laughs> Barbara Magnafoli, I think her name is. She was in Sus- Suspiria. Yeah, you know her. She's on Facebook, very active and stuff, and she was doing something with autographs or pictures and they're really great pictures and I was like oh it's a great picture and she private messages me oh get out of here like yeah I'm, I'm selling them and this and that and if you're interested blah 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 and I'm like this is the I, internet I, version of the toxic yeah. yeah. two and three. <laughs> and I really wasn't interested in, I was just complimenting the picture yeah. I'm like I really don't have and I was tight right then I just didn't have money to be thrown around on yeah. autographs yeah, yeah. it was tight and, and she's like Oh, she's like, you know what? She give me your address, and I'll I'll send you one. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you just, and you I was like, it. I forgot about it, and like a couple months later in the mail, she did. She signed it, personalized, and everything, real nice for free. I didn't ask for it, yeah. but it's really nice of her. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, all right. So I'm going to finish up, and what I'm going to say real quick is just what I like from these stories. And to, to be real for one minute, um, and even like the, the you know the the lady that you reached out to or that spoke to you, uh, Olivia like, Hussey. Oh, sorry, Olivia Hussey. A legend. Juliet. Yeah, black black X miss. <laughs> so shit. I think get some culture. She wasn't even in the sequel. I think. Primate. <laughs> <laughs> If she's so popular, why wasn't she in the sequel? <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I think it's. I think it. What's most fun about the genre is I. I think like you know you, you see that everyone is just like at the end of the day like a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, like you like when we talked about Damien, you're like, man, this dude's fucking up on the boards. I'm like, yo, he's mm-hmm. like real. Right. Like, he's in there they talking. Think that's to weird. Him. No, it's they just don't want me there. No, oh, it's you know great what it is. That you're it's there like, mixing it up. You, you, you're they're like, so you're making the stuff we like, talk he's about. He's supposed to be better than us. He shouldn't be. Yeah, posting. like you know, we're you know, like we don't understand what he's doing. Why is he talking to us? Yeah, his movie made like twenty five million. Yeah. What's going on here? Why yeah. is he here? Why is he with slumming us? it with yeah. us, bros? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want you to answer my poll. <laughs> I did. I voted, Roy. I have to delete that. 
<laughs> I have to delete everything I say. We have to figure out how to how to work Instagram. But um but anyway, yeah, like I said, it's just it's it's fun because I think it's you never stop being a fan and when you reach out to people just like fucking twenty years from now, somebody could reach out to you and be like fucking pray at night or haunt were fucking huge for me. I hope so. If I'm alive, I probably yeah. won't be. But yeah, and you could hustle somebody for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want you want this picture because it's already coming your way. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I like strangers one, three, and five. <laughs> I did sign a strangers DVD uh, the other day. Okay, uh, so I just signed right on Kip's Kip's face, right on Kip's mask. Right there. What the hell? <laughs> free free of charge. Happy to do it. Well, I like the strangers. I hate his Ben Winger though. So that's I just wanted to throw that out there. Keep keep to making movies. Seventeen was good. Yeah. <laughs> the song seventeen Best was good. Statutory rape song ever. Absolutely. And on that note, anyway, <laughs> listen. We're we're gonna finish up. Thank you. Um though. thank you for fucking coming to Wanta. Mm-hmm. We're on location. We, we, we're, we're calling this episode Invading Spaces. <laughs> a home invasion. Right here. Oh, it's a home. Inv- it's an actual home invasion. We actually <laughs> invaded someone's home to do this. And Lovely they, home. They just got home. So before they figure out that we actually did that. Oh, the cat. They're still here. <laughs> so. <laughs> but seriously, yes. thank you for doing it. Appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Absolutely. It was a pleasure, except for that Black Christmas thing. And the DVD comes out May twenty second. That's digital, I think. I think the Blu-ray is yeah, the Blu-ray. June June twelfth. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe early June. The okay. DVD, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And I don't know if like you get the extras on digital or something. I don't know how that works. I'm so. just looking forward to the alternate ending. <clears throat> yes. Because I don't know what. I mean, I could assume what that is. I can tell you what it is. It's it's how the movie ends in my heart and in my head. Yeah, but so you shot you shot two or no? We like we shot <clears throat> the you know I just remember how that how we ended that first segment. <laughs> we never... That's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, let's no, like we filmed the movie and then it was carved off. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, I'm curious. I can't wait. Yeah, it's great. I see it's where great. you I see where you mm-hmm. went with that. So. It's the best. It's how it actually ends. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Peace. No, don't cut off.